0: 22 pages later, with your hosts, The Cap, Mike the Finance Guy, and Ralph the Tech. Before we start, I just want to say, I know last show was really long, but I mean, we had to give a lot of shout outs and I had a lot of fun, but we're back to our Normal short self. Kinda like Ralph. Welcome to another compact edition I'm taller than you. You are not taller taller than me, please. Get out of here, Ralph. It's like (laughs) listening to two munchkins trying to figure out which one's taller. And just because your forehead's like five feet above us doesn't mean
1: I am like (laughs) One centimeter taller
0: Whatever Okay, welcome to another compact edition of Meanwhile, 22 Pages Later, episode 91 I'm one of your hosts, The Cap And as always, joining me is the man who doesn't like spoiling movies But his side comments when you sit next to him in the movie Can tell you how he feels MFG, Mike the Finance Guy Blackmail is such an ugly word I prefer extortion The (laughs) X makes it sound cool (laughs) (laughs) It's funny because he said blackmail And being a subject matter today, I'm like A blackmail? Oh, M-A-I-L, gotcha (laughs) Uh, was, was that um, stabbing robot? What's his name? No, it was Bender.
1: I was Bender. Yeah, oh, I was close. It was a robot.
0: And that other that other voice, who's shorter than me, as always, is the guy in the sound in the sound chair. Is the master of spoiling. I mean, he pretty much has a black belt in it. Give it up for Sensei RT Square, also known as the Tech
1: Spoiler alert: You're gonna die. Oh, uh, great. Uh, so, how far can a fox run into a forest? What? How far can a fox run into a forest? How far? Halfway, because once he reaches the halfway point, he's running out of it. Uh, <laughs> wow! It's
0: why I just don't look at him. We should just skip. I, I should ask him. Are you telling a joke Yeah, We'll skip you in the intros and <laughs> in our guest yeah, chair. Oh, nobody in our guest chair because it was supposed to be Big Kev, yeah. but somebody bailed out because they had a, 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 what was it? A basketball draft? Uh, you know, that, that,
2: something like that. I'm sure it's 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 the woman that's. Just I was just gonna why. say it's code for Jen.
0: <laughs> Is, is he crying in that cornfield that he doesn't seem to, to believe exists? <laughs> you know the, you know where the cornfield is? In the back of her yard. <laughs> That's where she can keep an eye on him. <laughs> but honey, I want to go on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so today we're going to be finishing our journeys to the streets of Harlem as we review episodes 7 through 13 of the Marvel Netflix series, Luke Cage. But first, with Halloween around the corner, MFG has a bag has a bag. Full of news that you can use. Are they tricks? Are they treats? Um, they're coming at you fast and uncensored, but we just call it the quick news. And now the quick news with
2: Mike the Finance Guy.
1: And Ralph and Kevin.
2: Yeah, it took you so long, it was no
0: longer quick. Oh <laughs> but anyhow. I, I hey, guess I'll, going on with- I'll show you quick. <laughs> i watched the wife. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I hey, who, wait, wait, don't call Gigi that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you be nice. That's my wife. I will fuck you up.
1: Gigi, Damn. that was him,
0: not me. I didn't say she was. i think like, don't call her that. <laughs>
1: I, didn't, I said, oh.
0: You said the wife. You said, oh. No, no I said, uh, oh. Okay, yeah, whatever. All right, go ahead, Mike.
2: <laughs> well, I guess uh, let me reach into my sack and see what's going on here. Oh, <laughs> God.
0: <laughs> reach into your sack. That sounds horrible.
1: Uh, all
2: right. Fans of the Preacher comic series have their heads hanging low. Uh, Steve Dillon, co-creator of Preacher, passed away in the early hours of Saturday, October 22nd. The news was revealed by graphic novelist and author uh, Warren Ellis. Glenn Dillon, Steve's younger brother, later confirmed his sibling's passing via a Twitter message. Steve Dillon was born in Luton, Bedfordshire, and had his first professional work published when he was 16. It was a title story in the first issue of Marvel UK's Hulk Weekly. Dillon's cause of death has not been reported.
0: He was fifty-four. Wow, I was so sad to hear about yeah. that, especially because Steve Steve Dylan. I mean, um, Steve's style is very, um, it's very unique. It's very unique. Yeah, and I like it because I mean, I remember me trying to be an artist when I was younger, trying to draw a certain way, and they said, "Well, just draw the way you you know you, you'll develop your own style, mm-hmm. and people will recognize your style, and people will learn to appreciate it." And at first, I remember um, Steve's style, and it was different at first, but now I, I grew to love it. Especially yeah. when you did the Punisher series.
2: Well, yeah, because I'll, well, like in the Preacher, is, he has this way where I, I don't know if it's it's him that's doing. It, I'm assuming, or if it's just someone that's uh, you know maybe it's the Inker or something like that. But mm-hmm. like he has either like a more looser style, or he has like the Punisher where it's more angular. Yes. But either way, you can still see his people. His people look like his people. Yeah,
0: you know? definitely. So I, I was very, very sad to hear that. Yeah. But I mean, his work and, is great. I am just surprised I'm like, Yeah,
2: me too. So many artists are just going. And
0: no, and no cause of death announced. Not or? yet.
2: They, I mean, there's had been rumors that people have said that he seemed sickly, but at the same time he seemed really in good um, spirits. So you know, people were just like, well, he had been losing weight, so they don't know if that was just coincidental or right. you know, nobody nobody's saying
0: yet. Wow, wow,
2: very sad, very yeah.
0: sad. What else do you got there? Already
2: for all you Flash fanatics that thought Mark Hamill's visit to the CW universe was more jokery than trickstery, guess what? What? The hot for sister Jedi has been spotted on the Flash set in what appears to be full Joker makeup and attire. What? Although it has not been officially announced that Hamill is the Clown Prince of Crime, with all the alternate timeline, this and that, and multi-universe you know, rigmarole, it might be that the Trickster's alt-world doppelganger is none other than the murderous jester himself. Wow. That's very possible. That would be a yeah. really interesting way but to it. But it also would excuse his performance as the Trickster Because yeah. it was just because it really was the Joker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? I just got a tingling in my nether regions. Well,
0: you might want to just put some ointment
2: on that. I was about to <laughs> go to a doctor, bro. They, they take
0: care of that. <laughs> Or rub one out, bro. I'll give you five minutes in the bathroom. Go ahead. Maybe later. <laughs> oh. What is he doing with those four and a half minutes afterwards? <laughs> Contemplating my mean existence in this world.
1: Pillow talk. <laughs> Was it good for you? <laughs> Not really. You're my own hand. <laughs> yeah, but if it's, but if
0: but if he's got his own, his, if he has himself in his hand, wouldn't it be like no? Really? <laughs> But I Fuck. mean, <laughs> you. But, but going back to what you were saying, yes, I think that would be a fantastic way of doing it. And once again, if they pull that off, the Berlantys would once again show that they're the dominant, they're the dominant people in DC. Yeah. honestly. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. yeah,
1: if this was like a battle royale of, uh, within the DC family, they would win. Yeah. Oh yeah, 100%. Totally. All
2: righty. it can take some time, but the rumor mill finally produced some facts. Now, put aside all the hearsay and speculation. Donald Glover will play the young Lando Calrissian in an upcoming Han Solo prequel. All right. Yep. The news awesome. was Yeah, it's pretty good. The news was announced on the Star Wars Twitter account on Friday. Uh, according to the Lucasfilm press release, quote, This new film depicts Lando in his formative years as a scoundrel on the rise in the galaxy's underworld, years before the events involving Han, Leia, and Darth Vader in The Empire Strikes Back and his rise to Rebel Hero in Return of the Jedi, end quote. The untitled Han Solo movie has an expected release date of May 25th,
1: 2018
2: wow okay
1: yeah for those of you that don't know who donald glover is right. he best to recognize childish gambino the guy's awesome <laughs> i it's, just know him from
2: community i don't know what that, that is
0: and he has a, a new series called, yeah yeah ralph put me on the, to Childish gambino years ago when him and i would work together and we would drive early in the morning he'd put him on and like who the fuck is this but then his music got really catchy then i noticed he had a really blooming acting career so wow, i'm okay. like the guy's really been doing well that's really good to hear he, he was also in the martian Oh, yeah, he was in The Martian as
1: well.
2: Yeah, I think he's going to be in Spider-Man Homecoming. Yes. Uh, in some kind of way.
0: By the way, I, I just keep wanting him to say, now that, I'm, now that I hear he's, he's young Lando, I want him to say something like, sure, Han, let's go for a run, but not before I take a sip of my cold 45. <laughs> <laughs> and for those who are too young to know about that, look it up. here. Yeah. L- I'll look it up. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> what else you got there, Mike? All right.
2: Who is 75 years old and better looking than your mama? You. That could be argued. However, the fact that we did that—well, go ahead, Mike. Wonder Woman. That's who. And don't even get offended. I've seen all your mamas out there, and none of them can hold a candle to her magically animated clay ass. <laughs> right. The fictional Amazonian princess first appeared in All-Star Comics number 8 in December 1941, and now she's being honored by the real-life United Nations as the honorary ambassador for the empowerment of and women and girls. The campaign, which is promoting women's rights and gender equality, was unveiled October 21st in a ceremony at the UN, attended by the actresses that have portrayed her on screen. Uh, The slogan for the campaign is, quote, think of all the wonders we can do, end quote. The campaign, however, has not been without its dissenters. A petition was launched by some UN staff uh, questioning why the UN was not able to find a real-life woman to serve as the ambassador. Some of the complaints of the petition include, quote, the character's current iteration is that of a large-breasted white woman of impossible proportions, scantily clad in a shimmery thigh-bearing suit, a bodysuit with an american flag motif and knee-high boots the epitome of a pinup girl it is alarming that the united nations would consider using a character with an overtly sexualized image at a time when the headline news in the united states and the world is that of objectifying objectification of women and girls end quote the petition also mentions another point of contention, which is that the rights to one woman are owned by DC Comics, which is a for-profit entertainment corporation. Mm. For them, they, they have a lot. I'm, I'm not a fan of their decision. I get what they want to do, but I, I agree with exactly what the petition is saying. Yeah, no, yeah
0: no, I, I hear that. I'm just kind of like, damn. <laughs> it's, it was such a good idea. And I was like, I'm, wait for it. Wait for it. And then when you said it, I'm like, okay, there. there but yeah, I mean, just think about it. Be, you know, you're, you're trying to, you know, organize women saying that women can do
2: all these things. <laughs> All right, who's the real person you're going to bring out? Oh, a cartoon character yeah. we because we obviously couldn't find one, <laughs> you right. know, like and then like I said, the fact that it's a white woman, you know, um, yeah. you know, she's got the American symbolism going on. And it's like, yeah, it's not really
0: good for uniting everybody here. Well, well, you got me at the I mean, you you have me on board at the fact that you couldn't get a real woman. To, yeah. to, head, to
2: head it. Well, I think they had like, they rejected like
1: seven women for the position. I'm like, really? No, wait, I'm, I want to know who those seven are.
0: <laughs> well, if you're basing
1: them off of as either, it's either Wonder Woman or this lady. I mean, come on. As, well, I mean, as an <laughs> No one looks
2: person, better than Wonder Woman. But that's the whole point. It's this is about empowering women, not objectification of women. That is that is the point.
1: No, that's what I'm saying. That They shouldn't be using their like choice criteria. All right, this person has to be better than Wonder Woman. Come on. Well, she's cartoon character. They're, I'm they're, just saying. <laughs> there is no person better it than It could that. have been
2: worse. It could have been Jessica <laughs> Rabbit. Ooh. Could have been. <laughs> well, she's not bad. She's just drawn that way. <laughs> ah. <laughs> Alright, what else we got there, Mike? Alrighty, finally, for all you hoes at home that have gotten spoiled, so you keep complaining that Marvel Cinematic Universe should include its growing number of Netflix characters, blah, 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 blah. Well, Kevin Fahey has heard your grumblings and... No way he doesn't give a rat's ass, (laughs) two shits, or even half a fuck. But at least he put it more politely than that. Uh, At a recent press junket for Doctor Strange, Fahey was asked if Daredevil, Luke Cage, and Jessica Jones would ever make the transition to the MCU. His long answer was, quote, I think it's extremely impressive what Netflix has done with it, and it'll be the same answer I always give, which is it all depends on timing. It all depends on how to do it, because I don't think that anybody wants to do it, um, is to have such an important character show up for one second. Black Panther and Spider-Man, to me, are the high bar in Civil War of how you can bring in new characters into something. Uh, There's division in Ultron, Wanda, and Pietro in the Age of Ultron. And it takes a lot of screen time, and it takes a lot of work. Infinity War has a lot of people in it already, so it just depends on how we could figure it out. End quote. But at least now you know that the possibility is being tossed around, but I would not hold your breath.
0: Well, I think about it this way. (gasps) You holding
2: it? Keep holding it.
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm waiting to see if Rob turns blue. Okay. I was going to say that um, I just think from a story place, all those characters that we have in the MCU, not that it would be difficult, but I just think the way they're framing the, um, the Netflix series and then the MCU, mm-hmm. it's two different types of wars, so it really right. wouldn't go really well.
2: Well, one is, you know, it's, it's the one that we can associate with easily. It's the home-based stuff, even though it's got super villains or, or weird, um, you know, crime type stuff going on. It's still more, you know, more real based more you know, you and I base. Whereas the, the rest of the MCU is just, you know, it's becoming much more intergalactic, and you've got the Infinity Stones, et cetera. So right. I, I'm fine with them being separate. I don't need to see, you know, Luke Cage hanging out with Captain America. I mean, it's, I'm I'm okay with it. You know, I mean, of <laughs> course, like as long as the mc i'm sorry as long as the netflix stuff though doesn't get too outrageous because right. if it gets too much you're just going to ask yourself well why didn't someone just call shield or the avengers that right mean, and help you know and, and it, shield would be the only one that
1: could really cross over right. with anything yeah do you do you want them to continue just having like the after effects being shown in like the netflix series i mean it's fine i mean i just think it should be
2: um if it's believe i mean i think there should just be a tit for tat like for instance um like in an Avengers film or something like that or um, you know just to hear like yeah there's a lot of weird stuff going on like there was even some guy that supposedly could mind control people you know something like that we know what that's a reference to you know right. like, I just think mentioning in all of them I think that's just great I, I wish S.H.I.E.L.D. especially should be mentioning these oddities you know what I mean that, that again do because them, they they're the ones supposed to be keeping tabs right so. exactly
1: yeah. that makes sense so do you want them to be like uh, someone reading a, a newspaper article and you see like uh, Luke Cage's face on there or something Um, even that would be great I mean it just you know whatever they want to do I just think it would just be nice just to include it you know just
2: just so that we know that it's all the same universe but yeah I don't need to see them on the big screen right Right. you hear that Marvel do that sure because they listen to us (laughs) (laughs) and that's all your quick news that is it now let's see how long it takes him to ruin my wonderful segue into the Netflix uh, superhero stuff There we go
0: (laughs) (laughs) well first let me ask because I get in trouble when I don't ask Ralph do you have any quick news
1: yeah I got some quick news for you nothing about you yeah, it's not about me.
0: Is it about me? We, we already gave you a bunch of you time. <laughs> I, it might be about you. Right. So
1: uh, at, when I walked in today, Mike was telling me uh, Dirk Gently, Holistic det- Detective Agency, mm-hmm. had premiered yesterday, right? Uh, yes. Yesterday on uh, BBC America. From what I hear, it's a really good show. Which I need to check out. Yes, and I hope you listeners out there, if you want to have something uh, new and alternative, check it out.
0: It's this quick news or quick plug? Quick plug. Okay, fine. quick plug and <laughs> <in> news. <laughs> so yeah, well, what would the news be without a plug? Yeah, I don't yeah. know. All right, Dirt gently. All right, so let's move if right it's into a big it. Big plug is just uncomfortable. <laughs> wow. <laughs> But I've only had plugs in my ears. <laughs> well, sure. sure. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh God. We know Gil. about.
1: We all know about your dark time, cat. Oh, relax, relax.
0: That's how rumors start. <laughs> all right, so let's get it started. Um, like Mike said, we're talking about the um, the Marvel Netflix universe. Let's go into their latest edition, um, uh, their latest series, Luke Cage, because we began last one with the first six episodes and with a synopsis of this from episode seven to thirteen is the only black guy on our team so he can drop the n-bomb as much as he wants please mfg mike the finance guy take it away nigga. please oh there we go <laughs> <laughs> all right um let me just
2: recap again the the overall um just in case you missed it from the last time marvel's luke cage is the latest gritty superhero offering from the marvel netflix love affair that produced daredevil and jessica jones the 13 episode series is based on the marvel comics character luke cage who was created by Archie Goodwin, John Romita Sr., and George Tuska, and who first appeared in Luke Cage, Hero for Hire, number 1, June of 1972. In the original series, Luke Cage was a former gang member who was framed for a crime and imprisoned, where he gained super strength and unbreakable skin in an unauthorized experiment. In the current comic book continuity, Cage is married to Jessica Jones, and the couple have a daughter named Danielle. Now her synopsis. Sweet Christmas! (laughs) The man with the bulletproof skin is on the run and wanted for murder he didn't commit. Sweet Hanukkah! Mama (laughs) Maybell is a stone cold 300 pound mother effer, and if the dessert she offers is ladyfingers, just politely say no. (laughs) Sweet Kwanzaa! Diamondback is a murderous douche that's equal parts family and foe, and he hasn't met a scene in which he can't overact. (laughs) Sweet Boxer Day! If you're tired of after a long day on the run from the law, a boiling hot acid bath might be just what you need. <laughs> Sweet Rosh Hashanah! Oh Harlem cops get modern with Judas Bullets 2.0, but they still know how to get old school on a 14-year-old boy. Oh. <laughs> Sweet Ramadan! Shades is getting in on that chocolate MILF action. <laughs> Sweet single de Mayo! <laughs> Dr. Burstein gave Luke Unbreakable Skin. Dr. Erskine... Made Steve Rogers a super soldier. Dr. Lankowski turned himself into Sasquatch. My doctor is Jewish, and the only thing he's ever given me is a prostate exam with a cold finger. <laughs> Sweet Groundhog Day. <laughs> Innocent Man Jail, Neighborhood in Trouble, One Man to Save the Day, Daddy Issues, Pointless Fight to Resolve Conflict. I've seen it all before, but never with someone that looks so fine. <laughs> <laughs> all right. It's starring uh, Mike Holter as Carl Lucas Luke Cage. Uh, Mahershala Ali as Cornell Cottonmouth Stokes. Simone Missick as Mercedes Misty Knight. Theo Rossi as Hernan Shades Alvarez. Alfred Woodard as Mariah Dillard. Rosario Dawson as Claire Temple. Eric LeRay Harvey as Willis Stryker Diamondback. Uh, Ron Cephas Jones as Bobby Fish. Jacob Vargas as Domingo Colon. Deborah Ayurinde as Candice Miller. Karen Pittman as Inspector Priscilla Ridley. Michael Kostroff as Noah Burstein. Tijuana Ricks as Tembi Wallace. John Clarence Stewart as Alex, Latanya Richardson-Jackson as Mama Maybelle, and Darius Caleb as
0: Lonnie, the 14-year-old punching bag, Wilson. Oh, man. All right. So here we are, Luke Cage. But before we start, let's do our $500,000 um, yeah, button. No. How much did you Warning. <laughs> The following segment contains information that may ruin your enjoyment of the media in review. So if you believe this might upset you, Piss off, you wanker! I'm just thinking it's expensive. That's all. Five hundred thousand dollars. I'm not part of that. Like, if that check bounces, Steve, <laughs> do not come looking for me. <laughs> hey, we got to plug Steve somehow. That's right. All right. Steve. So let's get into it. Luke Cage, episode seven through thirteen. I was telling Mike before we um, before you showed up, Ralph, that I felt like it moved seven through thirteen moved a lot better than one through six. What do you think? Yeah, I threw the question first at you. Go ahead. Yes,
1: I actually agree with you. Um, one through six seemed to be a little sluggish in in story progressment. but after that, when when uh, oh, the big surprise reveal where uh, what's the forget her name? Mariah Dillard. Yes, Mariah. Black Mariah. Black Mariah. Black Mariah. <laughs> you know, just goes to town on Cottonmouth and out of rage kills him. That was some. I, I did not see that coming until she did it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, that was episode seven. And by the way, let's just, I mean, you know, we we, we know we're going to be bouncing back and forth. We know we're going to have some spoilers. But let's try and keep them in order as much as possible. One thing definitely that people have said when they listen to the last podcast is they're like, oh, when I realized you got up to episode blah, 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 blah. I stopped listening because I hadn't gotten there yet. Right. So if we bounce around too much, you know. We, so we'll we try don't, to keep it Even though we have spoilers, but we don't want to go too far. But um, yeah. but I agree. But the thing is, I, and I had set the cap, though, and I actually uh, was watching uh, – uh, seven and eight with uh, jazz. Shout, Shout out to, to jazz. jazz. Um, <laughs> that uh, the moment Cottonmouth said that he knew that Luke Cage was Carl Lucas and was going to, you know, had had actually confronted him and blackmailed him into either work for me or you go back to jail. The moment he said that, I'm like, oh, you're going to die because there, was, do, do, because there was because there was no way out of it. And then, yeah. and, and, but I had and I think even said it on the I think I even said it on the last podcast. I want to see what's you know what's boiling under the skin of, of Mariah. Yeah. So that then I'm like, oh, well, then I am assuming that Mariah's going to be the one to kill you. Like right. I knew it the moment that happened, but otherwise I would not have thought that that was going to occur.
0: I didn't see it coming at all. And, and, and the funny thing is, shout out to Jazz. I was hanging out with Jazz and his girlfriend uh, the other day, and we we're talking about Luke Cage, and he had mentioned that you you guys were hanging out watching. And he goes, um, he goes, what episode are you up to? I said I'm starting on seven, and I guess he didn't realize where seven was because then he goes, oh my god, Mariah, right? And I, I, that's all he said. And his girlfriend was like, no, shut up, please. Like, what are you saying? Like, cause she kind of she hadn't seen it, but she knew he was giving away something. I go, what? Did she die? Did she die? And meanwhile, I'm, I talked to Mike later on. I'm like, Mike, she's dead. Mike's like, well, It Mike did the best non-spoiling. You should take notes. <laughs> you should I, take I notes. Said, I oh. said literally nothing. Hold on. <laughs> Let me grab my notebook. Where's the window? Out the window. There it goes. <laughs> because all I'm saying is that, you know, I – I didn't see it coming, and I'm glad nobody spoiled it for me because I really thought Mariah was going to eat it. Right. And then when I saw um, Cottonmouth get, holy hell! When she I, just shoved him out that window, you're like, oh, this she is she went serious. Full on <laughs> black Mariah. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I mean, yeah, she was hitting him, or whatever. And then she hit him with the with the with the with the wine bottle. But then yeah. when he went out the window, and then, and then she then came down, she's like, him oh, up. with the <laughs> mic stand,
2: <laughs> you're not getting away. <laughs>
0: I was like, wow, I didn't like it. I didn't like it. I feel like for, I feel like from seven to thirteen. I feel like one through six were the building blocks to set things up, and from seven on was like, okay, well now we can have fun and we can like throw people off. Yeah, I mean, a bit here and there, but we'll get more into that. Okay. Um,
2: also, in seven, though, we got a chance to finally see Mama Maybell. She yes. was yeah. dangerous, biatch. Yeah, I mean, but she was much more Black Mariah than Mariah is. Yeah. Like that's how yeah. the character, like a large woman you know, that kind of really tough, you know, involved with all the things. That is much more true to the Mariah character than anything. But I, I just thought that Mama Mabel was just like, I wouldn't have fucked with her. <laughs> I mean, uh, I would have left the neighborhood. <laughs> a know?
1: woman that can kill her own brother? Yep. I mean, like, come on. Yeah. You don't fuck with that. I mean, come child. on. She she took the finger off of one of
0: her guys just yep. because basically he pissed her off, yep. <laughs> you know. And, and what, what's interesting is that from seven going into eight, we we realized that okay, Cottonmouth might not be the major villain that we that he was played up to be, you know. I, and then you start seeing somebody else emerge,
2: right? And we also uh, finally see that uh, that we find out that the Judas Bullet is capable of piercing Luke's skin. Yes, you know, because it's, uh, it's made out of an alien metal,
0: so Chitari. Chitauri, yes,
2: from the Chitauri uh, invasion people.
0: Yes. Um, Oh, it was a like cotton mouth. Yes. Um, what did you think about? I mean, it's funny because you mentioned Diamondback and his overacting. I didn't find him as, as overacting. I found him as super intense, though. I you haven't. really
2: didn't think
0: that he overacted?
2: No. Yes, he overacted every <laughs> freaking scene. If you don't think that's overacting, <laughs> I feel bad for you.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I I felt like he was super intense, but I felt I don't know. I just it, it didn't bother me as much. I, did, did you guys uh, um, feel a little
1: sympathy for him, like? Learning his origin story, the fact that no. he, he didn't want to be the person that he is—I
0: felt more more sympathy for Cottonmouth. <laughs> That's, oh yeah, I'm
1: sorry, not Diamondback. Cottonmouth. I, Cottonmouth yeah. Yeah. Who are we talking about here? I was never mind because because we're talking about Okay, okay, okay. okay. I was so talking about Diamondback. He went back to Cottonmouth. Yeah, yeah. I
2: mean, well, it, they gave him a little humanity, which is another thing that that they did not do with Diamondback. Like something like Diamondback, Diamondback was, was just a
1: fucking dick. Well, he That's was, a he, was. D- he
2: was, but he was like he was like Ultron. He was very much just a by-the-book villain, like, I mean, he just really needed a handlebar mustache to tweet, uh, to, <laughs> to troll between work. his fingers. Because he just, like I said, for me, he just overacted, because he did overact. That, that was, like, if you compare him to everyone else in the series, like, nobody else talks like that. <laughs> and I'm like, what are you, like, are you Catwoman's son? Like, like what the hell is going on with this? He's I gonna, guess, like, come like, on,
0: Carl. <laughs> yeah, it was just, like, everything was so dramatic. <laughs> okay, yeah, maybe it was, but you know, it didn't bother me that much. I think also I like the fact that they did what the heck was that? That was the bomb that exploded outside. Um,
2: well, this is New York City, so let's just hope that that's not an actual thing. So we'll say no, yeah, <laughs> let,
0: let's not do that. Um, but that's an airplane, okay, good. So because, um, it's I'm Superman t- shut up. <laughs> um, the, the whole fact that um, Cottonmouth was played one way, and I was kind of like, okay, Cottonmouth was he was cool and he was smooth and I liked him, but I was like, if this is it. I mean, I hope there's more. And then right. the fact that they gave you Black Mariah and they gave you Diamondback, I was like, all right. I'm, you know, I was happy because I felt like they were more of a threat than right. Cottonmouth ever was. Well, you knew
2: Diamondback was coming because they well, kept talking about it from episode yeah. one all the way through. I, I Definitely, though, by episode eight, I thought that... Once you found out that the guy that you saw in episode seven was Cottonmouth, like that's on the street shooting at people, you're yeah, like, I mean Diamondback. I I'm sorry. Yes. And once you saw ah, that, he did it, it too. It was. It's the problem. I'm like, so this guy that seems to be above it all, behind the scenes, is just some merc schmo. Like that. That'll come out and shoot. I mean, it just. It took him down from the level of what they made. They made him a kingpin level type of a villain. Yeah. Right, like you know, like he's controlling everything, and dah, dah, dah. And then you just find out he's just a crazy guy that has a hard on hate for his brother, right? Or his half brother, you know. Like, and I'm like,
0: oh, it was one of the <laughs> things that one of the things that that did like. I mean, there's a couple of things we'll get to in a little bit. Yeah. Um, let me see where where oh so um I was gonna say because from there that that whole thing just to see Luke getting hurt that was kind of right. cool. And by that point in Episode Eight, Luke, um, Mariah has effectively framed
2: Luke for murder. So right. So now he's on the run.
0: Yeah. And, and I'm trying to think. That's when that's when he's on the run. Doesn't he go? Doesn't he, doesn't he go down to um, Georgia?
2: Not yet. But I yeah. mean, right now he's just on the run. Um, but uh, yeah, that episode nine is when he actually goes to Georgia. Right. Yeah. Eight is when he gets shot again, and he's uh, then oh, put, put for, into the trash. Uh, the the trash what? The, the dump truck. Dump truck. Thank you. Yeah, 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 dump truck. truck. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, it it was interesting because um, the more I watch it, the more I realize that a lot of it's taped in the heights. Mm-hmm. More well, than I realized. Yeah, you you, you made fun of me when I said that like this is the and, Washington Heights
2: version of Harlem. Especially <laughs> when
0: especially when um, right before he gets thrown into the tra- into the dumpster, right. That showdown with um with Diamondback. Right. I'm like, oh, that's that's totally the Heights right, right there. Yeah. I was like, you can't even mistake in that for, for for Harlem. But whatever. Right. Everyone else that's not from Harlem, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, how did you guys feel about um Clara's involvement with um Luke at that point? Did you feel like it was? I mean, it was necessary to move the story along, but did you feel like she could have? Gone somewhere else
2: Anyone that talks bad About Claire Will deal with me <laughs> She's what? like my She's like my Felicity Smoke you don't, <laughs> you don't deal
0: with her No I just I
2: really Maybe it's also because um, Everybody looks at I think does a good job Well except for Diamondback <laughs> um, <laughs> Acting wise <laughs> uh, But like Rosario Dawson, I mean, she's a seasoned actress. I mean, you know, she's no Meryl Street, but she is a good actress. And I, I like the way she does her Claire role so that I just enjoy her being there. Oh no, I enjoy so, her. So I didn't but I also didn't find her unnecessary. I mean, the oddest thing is the moment you see Claire, you're like, all right, someone's gonna get hurt. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like that's just the way it's going to be. Like, Look how know? convenient it is. Someone got hurt. She shows up and luckily you needed a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because that happened with a Scarf yeah the moment she shows up Scarf gets shot and you know you need her to perform something right Um, but I like this is the most we've ever seen of Claire yes like you know because she's in like what a good solid four episodes at least I mean like solidly Mm -hmm. yeah
0: I mean she's done her time in Daredevil more in the first season than in the second right but even
2: that was only like five minutes here or there I mean here she's like actively with Luke you know she's
0: part of the part part,
1: part of the main story she chooses to because she wants to help him out Mm, she wants to get some (laughs) black coffee (laughs) no he he wants to get some coffee But we found out that she wanted some coffee later
2: <laughs> but oh by the way just a little side note I wanted to mention that um, even though in, even in one of the episodes they do reference like when uh, when Claire shows up somewhere and they're like yo this night nurse is here or something like that Yeah, she is not the night nurse that's what I told you you know um, well, because the night nurse will. Act, well first of all she isn't the night nurse I mean Claire Temple is Claire Temple night, yeah. nurse is the night nurse but they were alluding that they were going to in fact they actually were going to make her the night nurse yeah. but they decided to use the night nurse character in the Doctor Strange movie oh, oh okay
1: what is up
0: with me and you repeating
1: stuff? It's because we haven't seen each other so long, so now we're like in sync. I'm it's it's right the Hispanic again. <laughs> it's the Hispanic brain. I don't hang over Ralph as much. I miss him. <laughs> okay. so, so it's funny
0: because um, episode nine is Mike's favorite one. God. I, that,
2: when when uh, Cap was saying earlier how, um, that we talked briefly about the show when we um, saw each other today, nine, was that was... There's always at least a few episodes in all of the Netflix um, stuff that's just like you know you can tell they did not have a lot of idea and they stretched it. Nine to me was the longest episode ever. I didn't, I, I didn't feel that I, way. They could have chopped that thing down literally into 15 minutes and thrown it into either end of either seven or nine, and that would have been
0: fine. I, I think the only thing or seven th- or ten. I think minutes. the only thing and it's, and it's to your point. I think the only thing that might be a little bit annoying about it is that you have this interrogation where she's speaking to. Um, the you know the the, inspector. The, the the inspector and you know he's kind of comes off very counselor like right. and me being in, in in the mental health field, I I can understand how that dialogue begins and you know the questioning and and the and the chess back and forth. Right. I enjoyed that. Right. I, I really like enjoyed like watching her resist and then kind of give a little information, then resist, and then him finding other ways and him not getting irate or his, the, the the investigator not getting you know. Not not getting bothered. He he just found other ways to kind of get some things out of her and of course making little quips about right. what he thought. Right. But I mean the thing is though, what did it add to the show? I well mean, I it, think it, you know, it gave but it gave you in depth about about Misty. Misty. It didn't really I mean yeah. we kind of
2: already knew this about Misty. We already knew that she likes to play by the rules we already knew that because she actually stated it in either the first or second episode like yeah she likes to follow the rules she believes that her job is necessary in the way to do it and then she realized that she was in a bad place when she talked to claire
0: i'm like yeah that's that's yeah, a 15 yeah, minute but, but you found out why you found out you found out you know where she where she feels the way she feels about her cop work and all that other stuff i mean that story was i think it was very important because now you know you know it's not about oh i just like doing my job it's like I have this need since I was a kid to to seek out justice because I fucked up before, right. and it ties into later on in the show right. where you know whatever right. happens and happens, and it's fine. But that's less than fifteen minutes of conversation. Yeah. That's what
2: I'm saying. This is this is an hour plus. It was, that episode was like an hour and two or an hour yeah, and five. I, yeah, I'm an just saying five. it 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 should not have been. That's why I said they could have tacked that on to like the end of episode eight, it's, and that would have
1: been fine. It just it was I didn't feel like it moved at all as an episode. They wanted to more show like how she's how this event of her almost being killed. Gave her sort of post traumatic stress, and how she's sort of unraveling because right. of it. Look at you! Right. Look at that. What well, right. I I took a, a college psych uh, class. No, I'm just, I'm, I'm thoroughly
2: no, and, and again, like like I said, I agree with both
1: of you. It just it, it was short. It should have been 15 minutes. There was just
2: it. it like I said, the story itself did not move. I know. Mean, I know. It did, I, know. It, I, I felt it was like just it, this episode, like with between that was what that. And um, Claire finally, you know, taking Luke up to
0: uh, see Dr.
2: Bernstein. Right. Which,
0: that was interesting because how did you guys feel about Dr. Bernstein? Am I right? Yeah, Bernstein. Mm -hmm. Um, How did you guys feel about him? Because it's funny. Usually, if you watch really, really campy shows... That doctor is if if you know his motivation, it's played one way or the other. Mm-hmm. This was played in a way where you, you know, and it's funny because you can tell in the dialogue something's gonna happen. Because they, I don't trust him. I don't trust him either. But right. but well, he didn't play he didn't play off like that. He doesn't. So to me, he didn't well, come me.
1: he didn't come off as like evil or or nefarious or anything. He seems more like the kind of doctor where it's like more about the research, and he truly seems to want to like benefit humanity in a way. But he, he doesn't really care how he goes about it. Right. With well, that, he he wants the fairest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, <laughs> no, 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 I'm of, not making <laughs> fun of no, saying no, that is the part. No, no, that makes no I'm not laughing at that. I'm no, saying yeah. it's but, just but funny he doesn't. To say that. Yeah. He doesn't come off that way well, like it's he,
2: because he doesn't believe it. No, it's yeah. just like it's like a, a killer that doesn't think that they did any wrong killing. I mean, yeah, he's saying that the his in other words, his whole point is the end justifies the means. Yeah. But yet the thing is, but think about it. He didn't have an end. Right. But Luke was an accident. So basically, he's no different than any of the Nazi scientists that were just like. Yeah, I'm just going to figure out how to extend life by killing lots and lots and lots and lots of people. Did you make any headway? Nope. Mm-hmm. But I can kill many more because they asked them. They said, like, basically they said along the line of, if it hadn't been for Luke, and, and he didn't even remember. He didn't even know Luke
1: like, yeah, was successful, right.
2: like survived. So he didn't even know that. He still intended on experimenting with literally no proof that his experiments were doing anything, yeah. you know. So that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, what I liked about his character is what you're saying is that he did not realize how evil he was or is I should say you know right. um and I like that because in that he plays a villain without realizing how truly evil of a man he is and that's the point
0: yeah. I like that because you even the only thing is I wish that they didn't because I feel like they they delivered a little bit too much with their I don't trust him I don't trust me they did it like right. two or three times in that episode and then into the next one yeah and it was you know it made me feel like well I still gotta watch out for him but I think if they would have played that out less, it would have been even more of a surprise.
1: You know what he seems like? He's he's like um, the weapons manufacturer that creates the weapons and then doesn't take any blame for what happens right. afterwards. Yeah. So it's like, well, you know, I, I made this gun, but then this guy went and shot six people with it. That's not my fault. I just made the gun. Yeah, it's kind of like that, yeah. but also um, what
2: what you were saying about them talking about like you know not trusting him. I, I found that quite often in the storytelling versus the Daredevil and the Jessica Jones. And again, I, I have my Eh, maybe not so nice thoughts as to why but I felt that they very often had to tell the viewers things in this I'm going to say
0: do, do you feel like because of the series it was yeah, and they feel I, like they I had really to do. say hey we have to like spell it out with people because right. people which, who watch it might not get it which
2: you want to talk about nefarious I mean something no, that no, just right. really seems bad is that you're saying that the series is pushed to people of color. So we kind of need to explain what's going on. It's like, no, we're smart, too. Yeah. That's <laughs> you a, uh, we'll get, Are you
1: we'll, sure? What's one plus one? <laughs> pancakes. <laughs> uh, that's <for> Correct. <laughs> one plus
0: one, there's always pancakes. Um, and, and we'll get to that later because there's also something that they have did over and over and I was like, you're, you're beating a horse. It's right. kind of what I told okay. you off the podcast. That right. There's some things about this that I'm like, mm-hmm. I, I, I didn't like because they were beating, it, beating a dead horse and, instead of just making the point and moving it along right. and just letting it speak for itself right but yeah so okay so um the doctor's working on luke cage right, so now we're in episode 10 where he's actively effectively
2: working on luke cage we finally get to see a drive and maybe the drive that reva had because reva evidently has a lot of thumb drives right <laughs> so we don't know if it's the same one that she She's had like ralph jessica jones or if it's a new one but we did get the chance to see that well
1: well it's, it's and one, that made her very a uh, very it, uh, unattractive it, person it, ch- it changes it up yeah so it's it's uh to answer your drive question, it's not the same one from Jessica Jones. Okay. That drive had different experiments which apparently she uncovered after leaving oh, okay. the prison. And okay. That's why um, the purple oh wait, did man. they
2: they they looked at it in Jessica Jones? I, I don't remember now. Did they look yeah, at the drive? They, they looked. At oh, that's where she saw the the thing about um, oh. Kilgrave's parents. Yes, right. That's right. Okay. Yeah. I thought she got that somewhere else. Okay. No, no, that was that was from um,
1: Reva's drive. Okay. Yeah, Reva was like the drive queen. Yeah. <laughs> so according, uh, apparently, after revealing the information on the drive, because it was locked, so that's why Luke was never able to access it. Right. The doctor knew the password, so he, un- so he unlocked it. You know it was probably password. Yeah, yeah it probably <laughs> was. Password one. That's always My passwords are always one, two, three, four, five. Just so you know. Yep. Um, so <laughs> once they, they the doctor um, goes away and Luke says uh, to Claire, like, I'm never going to have this chance again. You should probably look at see what's, what's on here because we're going to take this thing and make sure he doesn't get his, his, uh, um, his grubby his, little
2: mitts on it, his mm-hmm.
1: research. So they're looking at the drive and they see, what do they see? Reva's logs and her talking about. Getting close to Luke, and that he is a good candidate for the experiment. Yeah, yeah. they were planning on using him and the it was whole very, time, and it, and it
2: was pretty like cold. I mean, like yeah. she said it with a nice voice, but it was like
1: it very calculated, very detached. Know? Yeah, like, very, he's yeah. just another subject. Yeah, and but I and I like detached. Detached. I know words.
0: No, no, no. You know words, but when you use it in that context, I'm like, all
1: right. <laughs>
2: but I, I would love to have um, what's this man's name? Neil Neil deGrasse
1: Neil deGrasse Tyson.
2: Yeah, yeah, I would love to have him on the show to be like. So should we go over the science of episode 10? They were just like, here's the book of science. Open that window. <laughs> they, they were like, hot acid. I'm like, I don't even understand what that... You put salt and acid.
1: What is that abalone skin? Oh, well, like, yeah. He's part seashell? I don't understand yep. what he is. You know? Apparently, uh, heating the acid to a certain level and then increasing the salinity in the, in the acid level yeah. will allow the molecules to be uh, separated enough to allow clear, in order to break uh, the skin and grab the pieces oh, of the Judas right. bullet which, which, but now let's go into that. So think about this: I'm in boiling
2: hot acid. Well, actually, very salty boiling hot acid. Right. You cut into my skin and start operating, meaning you're
1: digging into me. What's going into my wound? <laughs> boiling hot <laughs> acid. acid
2: salty, boiling hot it, acid. It, it has bag. to go
1: in in order for it to become uh, loose enough for her to get in.
2: Well, no, but I'm saying though is that like it's like... He's going to heal afterwards. Yeah, but that was just like... I'm like, that's not really the way you... Okay, <laughs> okay, we're, okay we're, we're doing this now. My, <laughs> we're actually
1: doing this. Do you have a PhD, Mike? Um, huh? Neither did do she. Do you have a PhD? Uh, neither did she. <laughs> that's true. That is true. <laughs> well, well, he does. The doctor does. does. Yeah. Uh,
2: <laughs> but now, now after that, one thing though that they introduced in episode 10 that if my eyes... My eyes rolled so much that they were, they were probably like going down the street at some point. The super powered glove that Diamondback had. Oh, I'm yeah. like, seriously. <laughs> and that fist looked like
1: Hulk size when yeah, he punched it, the It guy. looked like one of
0: those green Hulk gloves that kids get. You know? For me, it was the part that I was like, and here's the lame part. Because everybody was like, oh, this yeah. part was lame. I was like, no, I was okay with everything. I was looking at everything. Then, then the fist came out. That, that was just insane. You, you know what I wanted to
1: happen is like when they're accusing Luke of, of all those murders mm-hmm. and um, that him just to like show up on the TV like with Disneyland behind them or something and be like, <laughs> oh, how's it going, New York? Just just reporting in from Disneyland. I've always <laughs> wanted to be here. And the police just like scratching their heads like, so wait, if he's there, who the hell is killing all these people? Yeah. And Diamondback just show up with like the He's like, I have no idea. The one thing thing
2: I did like, though, is that it's one of the few shows, Marvel or anybody, where at least somebody did say, you know what? If you hit a normal person with this kind of a punch, they're going to die. Yes. (laughs) Like like I was at least like, oh, thank God they didn't go with, oh, I rolled with the punch or whatever it was. Because I'm like, "Okay, you did kill somebody with one punch. That makes more sense.
1: Well, you know, uh, NYPD training doesn't teach you how to roll with the punch. Ah, that's what it is.
0: I was very, very, um, I won't say upset, but I was. Not happy with the way he kind of framed Luke Cage. Punch. I'm Luke Cage. Right. What? Well, that's the thing that got <laughs> me with the police during the entire um, run, especially starting
2: with uh, episode eight when Luke is now accused of murder. It's like they were just like the laziest police. But, yeah. Well, we could investigate more or we could just kind of go with what we think. And, and what I really loved is evidently it was even stated by the uh, former Angela Angela Bassett uh, <laughs> chief that was replaced with Dionne Warwick. Um, oh, it was stated God. that Misty is like top top of their guy. I have ideas. I think oh no, let's no 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 Misty be quiet. Yeah, but I think no 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 no. Mm-hmm. And I'm like so your top cop is trying to give you information and nobody wants to hear it and you're not corrupt. Like at least if Priscilla was a corrupt cop, you'd be like, oh. But then they play Priscilla <laughs> a little corrupt. Well, they played her that she's she's the um. She, I got a kiss she, ass she, person. Yeah, she's the placator. She but she's that the placator
0: and then on top of that, you know, she's got her ends with um with she, Mariah. Well, not just yeah. ends, but she knows her. They they well, she know her and, and she also knows that Mariah's got people up at the top, so right. she knows she can't. Well, you yeah, know, she's she's well, she's
2: the person. It's you know, like in all the shows, and it's true to, for the position. To be the captains or whatever, like it's more of a political game than it is a police game by that point. Right. But it was just like I mean, it was just that it wasn't even that she just kept ignoring her top cop. You know? Yeah.
1: And also it's also the fact that, you know, the predecessor left because of a corrupt cop within. So you know all eyes are gonna be on her. Yeah. So since it's a political game, you don't want to piss anyone off.
2: Well, yeah, and her last word on the way out was, you know, I don't know what love's got to do with it. Yeah. <laughs> oh. But um so now oh by the way, you know, uh, Luke Cage that, that had that huge that was actually I mean it was it was okay and this is also one of the thing I have a problem with Luke Cage is that it's a very one note um, superhero adventure meaning that okay. like um, it's all like everyone just keeps shooting at Luke Cage like that's that's all you've got like I mean you know I mean until we get to the other thing that we eventually get but um, but so that it's just like well guys by this point everyone knows he's bulletproof I mean like I don't even understand the purpose of anybody shooting at him at this yeah. point I mean. And and in that it made the the action scenes for me kind of ho humish because what? there was just nothing. Like he's not a he's not a ninja fighter. So like Luke Cage at the most, and he's not a killer. Thank you. Um, but like, so he just either taps you out or he punches, you know, or forces got, you. So he, he got a little more creative of, with
0: it later on, which was kind of cool. Yeah, like a little bit. Like, I mean, like, like just, before he was punching and clothesline. Then didn't Richard, he people flick someone or flick yeah, somebody. He I think he chops somebody in the head yeah. at one point. I was like, <laughs> but what I'm saying though,
2: is that it's just that it's not exciting. Well, of course, like, because know, right,
0: it's like right. that video game where, or like the old 1990, 1980 video games where. The henchmen were the same type, just different colors. Right. And then we got to the boss. That's when it was exciting. Right. But it's, it's like the same thing over and over again, yeah. which makes no. you makes you. But but now answer me interest. this.
2: So in that nightclub when it's getting shot up, and that was a great scene. That was just a wonderful scene yeah. um, and stuff like that. Why did he keep ducking that barrage of bullets? <laughs> I mean, like like I mean, he was ducking them as if like, oh, I'm going to get hit, and I'm like, you're you bulletproof. Think,
0: you are talking about he, in the club, right? In the club. Do you think well, he thought that, that, that they had the Judas bullets, right? No, no he didn't no, know no. about the
2: Judas bullets at that point. He didn't know about the the Accessibility of just right. bullets.
1: Okay. Um, what it was is the bullets, they don't just stop when they hit them. Sometimes they ricochet. Right. So because people were in the club, that's why he didn't want the rico- ricochets to go off and hit someone else.
2: I mean, I suppose. But, I mean, the thing is, it's one of those where, if you think about it, he's ducking them. And I understand that, that Misty's been hit by this point and he's trying to look out. But, like, if he had just jumped over that the bar and just ran right at him there'd be no more bullets shooting around like to hit anybody like because he would in other words it's not like he can't stop them it'd be like they would have been firing concentrating on him and he would just wipe them out and then we have been like okay but, we're but, good
0: but but didn't he say that they weren't concentrating on him they're concentrating on misty so. right but
2: i mean okay so you put her like behind a wall which is where he did which is where he would leave her when he would go look somewhere else yeah but not have get people, shot yeah people
0: oh yeah some people over, wait, yeah, no, back well, left behind yeah right? wall now when he took her the behind kitchen. the bar and, the, g- then, right,
2: and he still had to move without her i'm just saying in all that time he could have just run through the place yeah, just, yeah, yeah. it was just one of those things where i'm like it just reminded me of um christopher um no, i'm sorry george reeves like you know in superman the old school superman shoot 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 shoot
1: shoot he stands there then they throw the gun at him and he ducks they still have <laughs> well, they still have the hostages so if he starts storming and like taking out other people the guards guarding the hostages would you just start shooting the hostages. Well, they could, but he has no way of knowing that at all. I mean, he it's all the hostages. No, he has
2: no idea if they're going to shoot them or not. I mean, well, but he the, can't assume that they wouldn't. So then, so then, let's see. So then, he could hide, and then they would just say, "If you don't come out, I'm going to shoot the hostages." So, yeah, but it buys him some time to think of a so plan. So you could then if well, he, and it, the police to show up. Well, we've also seen, but the, they how, didn't. I mean, like at the same, none of this happened. That's what I'm saying. Like, as I'm just saying that it was just one of those plots where you were like,
0: and uh, we've also seen how um, Diamondback takes care of hostages. Wait. Ask the, the other councilman. <laughs> what do they call him? Um, Obama Light? I was laughing my ass off with
1: Obama that. Obama Light. That's so really funny.
2: Oh, but also in episode... Eleven? Um, ten. Because 10. we're still in ten. Uh, just real fast. That's where we got like uh, the 14-year-old boy just getting the shit beaten out of him just for knowing Luke Cage. Yeah. Which I just thought... Um, by the way, did you notice that for the most part... Actually... If I'm, uh, okay, I'm going to go with 99% sure that my statement is going to be correct. All of the police brutality on anybody of color were from black cops.
0: Wrong. Except 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 for, except for with the kid. No, that was
1: a black cop. Big oh no, cause, black well, cop. No, <laughs> no, because uh uh the, the the guy um at the, that used to work at the barbershop. The what's his name? I don't know. Pops. The one that no no the one that committed the the murders with and stole Cotton Mouse money. Okay. The Puerto Rican kid. What was his name? Oh, Chico. Chico. Oh, right. Chico. But, well, no, but Chico I mean, he, got
2: killed. But by, no, he uh, wasn't a cop dealing with a suspect. He was a person on the payroll of Cottonmouth. I'm saying all the cops dealing with other suspects. Oh, all you know, of them. In other words, was black on black, basically. It was, right. And I and I and I know that had to be extremely intentional. You know. Of course. I mean, was, especially
1: in yeah. the climate that we're, we're living in now. Yeah, it makes it easier to digest. Yeah,
2: but I mean, I th- well, they didn't want to enter into a whole other thing. That's which, a whole. Which, yeah. which is interesting enough, though. But that's what I find interesting. It's like. The First of all, the fact that even, you know, talking to you guys, you're saying it makes it more palatable. The fact that the writers thought it, it's like, so we're okay as long as black cops beat up on black suspects, not that cops are hitting suspects. In other words, it's like, if if I'm of any color. And there's a cop of any color. They're not supposed to be beating
0: up on me, you
2: know. It's not supposed to be like, oh, it's a white cop beating up on a black kid. That's wrong. Oh, a black cop beating up on a black kid. Yeah, no, but it's it's okay. okay. But they have less, but they would (laughs) have
0: less things to deal with versus if if you made it the white cop on the black kid. Imagine how much Marvel would have to defend themselves in this. No,
2: no, I'm just saying though that it's. This is though something that needs to be addressed because that is equally as bad that we find that acceptable. Yeah. Right. Like that we find it like, oh, it wasn't so bad that a
1: black cop beat up a 14 year old kid. Well, well to get really racist here, you know, racist? Racist. <laughs> racist. To get really racist here, you know, it just wouldn't be believable if it was like a black cop and an Asian kid because we all know the Asian kid, oh all of them God. know Kung Fu, so they would have oh kicked his ass. Oh, my God. Well, we did hit racism. <laughs> oh, man. We <laughs> hit
2: <laughs> racism squarely in the jaw and then invited it in for
1: dinner. Oh, my God. <laughs> I told you to get Really racist. I, here, exactly. I was
0: trying to stop him by saying, "Oh God!" It didn't work. <laughs> Let's move to
1: episode eleven. Please. All right. So episode eleven,
0: we finally we
2: finally find out that um, Misty got a really really bad gunshot, and we all know what that should mean, right? Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. We, yeah. it should mean it
0: took it took me a while to realize it because I'm not. Oh, the you know, moment he th- was th- just. And then like, I read up on it. Like, oh wait, they're they're, they're they're trying to hit this. Oh, it wasn't even read
2: up. I mean, that's the only thing that makes Misty Knight Misty Knight is right. that she has a bionic arm. Yeah, <laughs> it's like that's that's her only play. And I was like, oh right. yeah,
0: well you're not gonna have use of this arm again. Oh, well, but said it might not. But yeah. her arm
2: is evidently working just fine. Yeah, it's because the thing is too. I mean, I mean, sure, could they eventually lead to it? But like, where would she get that from? Where in the world would a cop in Harlem Hammer- that doesn't know anybody like you know Hammer or Tony Stark get a bionic arm that's fully functional, lifelike, and super
1: strong? Like, I, you know? I know a guy downtown. You just gotta yeah knock on the door three times.
0: He's unreliable. I I, th- yeah. <laughs> I I think it, it was kind of like a. I don't want to say an homage, but kind of like a wink nod Oh, well, to it, like definitely. saying like, look, we're not going to go there, but it could
2: happen. Okay. Well, it was just like, oddly enough, it was um when with uh Perez, uh, the, the the her second partner after yeah. Scarf was killed, when they were in the car and the gun was flying around and stuff like that, I thought she was going to get shot in the arm then. Yeah, me too. I, I was like, oh, he's going to shoot her in the arm. And then when she was leaving and I thought like he was going to like push the door or something like at her arm, I'm like, yeah. her arm. And I'm like, no, still no arm. <laughs>
0: I like the way- but f- luckily Claire was in the club because, you know- we need a nurse. <laughs> she Who just happens to Nicole? be a hostage? <laughs> happens to be a hostage and decided not to leave. Right. <laughs> well,
1: pretended to be diabetic.
0: There are some. She dumb... didn't pretend to be diabetic. Oh no, the. Her, no, she's the. the, 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 she's Candace. the Candace Miller yeah, yeah. was, yeah. you know, yeah. But I mean, Poor Candace, rest in peace. And and then the, the 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 conversation between her and her and Claire, kind of acknowledging, you know, yeah, you're pretty okay too. And yeah. then acknowledging that you know they both, ha- you know, like one had a thing for Luke, one currently has a thing right. for Luke. That and it was kind of that. You didn't have to telegraph it too much. Right. One got a thing from Luke. One wants to get a thing from Luke. A thing. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah. It's a big thing. Some coffee. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess the coffee stir. Oh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's but, something stiff. That's a big stir. <laughs> but um I did I did like a I did like the fact that you know when um, you know lights are out and stuff like that uh, Shades is making his way down to the quote unquote helpless women and we found out they're not helpless right I just really like that scene and I like the scene that it was like it wasn't over the top yeah Claire wasn't back flipping there was not no it was just <laughs> two women like grabbing whatever they can but not like oh they were just like oh you want to come down here in the dark yeah <laughs> you know i mean
1: suffering from blood loss misty can still kick some ass
2: well, i mean she's trying but i mean claire i just i just like what they did with both of the characters it was nothing unbelievable it's like you know yeah. she's grabbing a fire extinguisher they're grabbing like a pipe i mean they're just not they're not like oh yeah i'm tough even though you're a man it's like no they're like i you know misty's like you know i'm a cop but i can barely stand up and claire's like i know a little self defense but nothing much <laughs> <laughs> you know and i like that scene but a scene I I just found boring. I really was boring when we finally got the definitive Diamondback Daddy issue backstory. And I was uh, yeah. like... Oh, that could have been
0: shorter. Don't that could have been shorter. That. So... My mother and I was like, wow, was a whore." I was like, "You're you're fucking um, what do they call it? You're monologuing." Yeah, and I didn't understand what it was because you know he put it through the, the speakers and you know so that people can hear whatever, right. whatever to kind of let Luke Cage know, "Hey, here's what it is. I'm gonna kill you anyway." But I was like, "Really you're gonna have this dialogue now?" Yeah, and, and it,
2: it was very forced.
0: And, and then, and then if it would have ended differently, because I feel like they said, "Oh well, the payoff was he's like, you know, are you gonna see my mother in heaven?" You know, and he kills right. the guy. I felt I was like, "That was just weak. That yeah. was just weak." Did anybody else think that his,
1: you know, motivation for hating Luke seemed uh, weak,
2: illogical? Yeah. Well, I mean, even if you say he's crazy, it was, that was my whole point. That's what I was even saying, even in synopsis. It's the daddy issue excuse, and I'm like... This is so freaking... That issue, the excuse, is why you just don't talk to Luke. And and even if you're crazy, like, you know, maybe you should have killed him or tried to kill him, not just imprison him falsely, but tried to kill him years ago. But, like, this extreme measures? Like, his whole point of even being there and everything he's done is just to try and kill Luke. Just know I'm agreeing with you, but
0: I want to say this. You're just trying to talk about giving crazy some logic. Yeah, no, no, and it doesn't work, That's the reason why it's crazy. His whole thing
1: is, like, he wasn't given... um, the same last name as as Carl. Right. I'm like,
0: I'm but like, he oh, was what? denied. I've I've known people who, who have who have a lot of issues just with that little moment alone. I'm like if, have, the, if that's the whole thing. But but well, change the, it yourself. But remember, right. if we're <laughs> talking about somebody who's crazy, who's got a who's got a screw loose, you know, that stuff that's logical to us doesn't compute for them. But but also the thing is though, it's not like he knew I mean, well, he didn't say he knew it from
2: day one. Um so it's he, not he, he never said, like, in other words, we never got the opinion that he knew as a kid that he was the Reverend's son. Right. So, that means you didn't find out till later. It's like, but yet, at nope. the same time, he seemed to hate Luke all the time. I you think
1: he, he did know that he was the Reverend's son. Well, I mean, I,
2: he definitely didn't say. So, I mean, it's, it's left to opinion, but it, he didn't say. It made say.
1: Us, it made sound like his mother told him from a young age that this is your father, but you don't have his last name because, you know, I slept with him while he was married with another woman.
2: Ah, reputable one. Yes. Um, not like I said, I mean, it's it's
1: open to interpretation, but yeah, they didn't say it or anything like that. Yeah. Okay. But, um,
0: All right, okay, cool. Just making sure. <clears throat> Excuse me. Okay, so, so um, we moved on to episode twelve. Yeah, and Shays lost his shades thanks to Claire. <laughs>
2: to All right. Um, so episode twelve, um, we found out that the cops now have the Judas two point bullets yes. with zero training on even how they operate because <laughs> they're shooting blindly through the city streets with bullets that explode on impact. I'm like. Did anyone tell you not to fire unless you were
1: directly in front of Luke Cage? Well, I was going
0: to make a police joke. Not going to go there.
1: They pretty much just said, all right, so here's your Judas 2.0 bullets, just like any other regular bullets. Put it in the magazine, put it in the gun, and just like a camera, point and shoot. There you go. Have fun. <laughs> they didn't even do that. They just gave him the bullets. Oh, <laughs> well, no, that was that was in the bonus features. You got to see that. The bonus features. Yeah, it was,
0: it was the, the little quick training. <laughs> and according to Mike, some some of the, some of these scenes could have been in the bonus features. <laughs> um. How do we think about... I mean, trying to think episode, that's 12, 12 right? Yeah. It's 12. Mm-hmm. The big fight. The Not suit? yet. Well, no, no, no. That's 13. It boils to that. My bad. Um,
2: no, 12 is... uh, Well, uh, Misty gets her confession from Candace, <laughs> finally. Right. Which, again, that just took forever to get around to. That one um, took a long time. I thought... I mean, okay, in the bodega, the Method Man scene, fine, cute. The whole... <laughs> Wait, Cute? I mean, cute. I mean, it's an appearance by somebody. Oh. Cute? Well, it was cute. It was cute. <laughs> I don't know who the guy is. I mean, I, and the thing is, the moment I saw the scene, whoa, I'm like. Whoa, whoa,
1: whoa. Where's the record scratch okay. button?
2: My, 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 how could that possibly be surprised that anyone's listened to this podcast that I wouldn't know who Method Man is? <laughs> you don't know who Method Man is? Well, well I, I, considering I stated that 20 minutes ago when <laughs> it took you to find that damn button. But well, but what I'm saying yeah. is, it's like, it was cute. I mean, it would be like, for instance, seeing Lou Ferrigno in a Hulk movie. It was right, like, yeah. okay, you brought in somebody that's. And even though I didn't know who he was, I knew, like, okay, this guy has to be famous. The way they're they're doing the scene. Well,
0: especially because the soundtrack is all Wu Tang, and he's the the star of Wu Tang. Like out of okay,
2: out of- you people out there can't see, it, but I'm just pointing to my face right now for him to <laughs> I, like, dude, I couldn't tell you Wu Tang from Yin and Yang. Okay, like, oh my I, and I, God. I didn't even know he was part of Wu Tang. So that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I <laughs> literally do not know who this man is, well, and that's fine. What my point, point was not is not that. Yeah, your was point that, is that was cute. His appearance there, like for you know, again, you're pandering to the blacks because again, it's not like it was important to. do that. The scene or anything this was a black person in a show that's features a lot of black people it was his interview later that i thought was just way over the top i mean the the interview itself was eh but then i'm like we had to get a rap song
1: well the, he actually does that
2: no you, you i'm saying that during the interview for the show we get back, no they could have just play his music like they had done no 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 no, no no he, no,
1: he actually no, does no, it he no, goes no, no, on right. the radio and does he's he, he, he he he, yeah I'm but just,
0: he's also saying that show that particular sway and those oh. guys that's their show that's their format so anybody who's following their show because they're not a New York based show they're a satellite okay. so that's just a well known a well known hip hop show oh, okay so again so now sway is also a real thing yeah. sway is a real yeah, thing I'm it's, not yeah. sway from no MTV went over went to um satellite which is why they did that because they knew that you didn't have to be from New York to know he's a hip hop guy and have meth talk on there. I mean, yeah, that was a little bit over the top. I thought the 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 I, I thought it was kind of a cool thing, but I thought they kept doing the whole a guy with a hoodie being the hero of, of black people and yeah, they up. also
2: said that he was a he also called him a hero for hire and I'm like, Luke Cage already stated he's not for hire. Right. <laughs> you know. Yeah. which I thought was weird. I just like I, said, I just thought that the thing was um, yeah, it was just it was a little bit imp- I, I, like the, I said again, I also had no appreciation for it since I'm I'm not a hip hop guy. Right. And I don't know who he is. And I I didn't even know Sway. was. You're not a hip hop guy? Oh, stop. And I, and I, stop,
0: stop. And I, I did not know that Sway was a real thing and stuff like that. So, yeah. like, for
2: me, it was just completely lost. Oh, no, for me it,
0: it, it, for me, it felt good. I felt like it was a little long. Um... I, I that was a good freestyle. especially especially freestyle. all the music is is um 90 hip-hop It's nothing really really new it's a lot of late 90 or mid to late 90 hip-hop which is Wu-Tang and and, and Biggie and all those guys okay. and the fact that I have meth on there was you know kind of saying look we're talking about New York hip-hop here's a, a New York hip-hop right. artist who's there and who's well-known and that's why he goes oh you're you oh you're you right that that was cool but I felt like there's some things about that. If, if it was quicker, I would have been happy. Well, that's with what it. I'm saying. The fact that he came back for
2: more, I was like, eh. But now, did we see the other more famous cameo? Which one? Uh, Stanley? Yeah. yeah How did I miss it? The, oh, I had the well, baby. Be, well, no, because he was uh, when they the when when the bullets were being shot. I mean, sorry, when the, the crime was about to be committed right. at the bodega, they scan over and they hold it. For like five seconds. It's not one of those you had to look to no. miss it. It is Stanley dressed in a uniform saying, if you see something, basically do something.
0: Yeah, I didn't miss that. That's how they set uh. the scene up.
2: Yeah. So that was Stanley's appearance. I'm to back, check that out again. Yeah, yeah. 17 minutes, 30 seconds in.
0: Oh, wow. Yes. Nice. Well done. Well yeah. done.
1: I, I just thought it was interesting how, um, you know, fashion changes, you know, so drastically. If you're a superhero with a bullet hose in your sweater, next thing you know- Everybody's cutting holes in their sweater, selling it for like 50 bucks. You know, I tried to get one of those hoodies,
0: it was ridiculous. I, I see what I was try- selling it I, for like a hundred dollars. I think they're trying to do it in, in well, they a were social doing commentary Robert kind of Martin way, thing. yeah. And, and, and I liked it, but I feel like, you know, I don't know, I just felt like it was I don't know, I, I don't want to say it's overdone, but I feel like they were trying to make the point. T- i don't know i just felt like it wasn't the place to be doing that well the thing is
2: with the Trayvark, the thing is this was very different than Treyvar martin i mean yeah so that them bringing in that idea it doesn't fit the storytelling and then what's going to happen is because unfortunately the people that watch not just this show i mean, like just watch shows are also just don't tend to follow the damn news so they're now going to start confusing the incident of trevor martin with how it must have it must have had something to do with him committing murder and being on the run unjustly it's like no that's, no, no, that's no. not yeah. what happened uh you know um just like for instance um, where they have Luke stop by the uh, where they have Luke stop by the cops. Yeah, he's walking down the street when he's still shot when he hasn't been fixed yet. Yeah, and you know he's, What do they do? They do that whole what was it was it Michael Brown or whatever the guy's name was. Um, um that was supposedly pulled over. Yeah, like I said like he's just like you know what did you stop me for for walking, and I'm like that doesn't work. They're actually a looking for you. Even though they don't know it's you yet, but they're looking for you, you are stumbling down the middle of a street in broad daylight. You're not in the sidewalk. Right. <laughs> you know, you actually are where police would stop you. I'm not saying that they would shoot you, I'm saying they would stop you. Like so that, like their point again, trying to do that same, you know,
1: uh, social illusion. awareness. Like, yeah, it was
2: just like, well, that's not quite the same thing. Right. Um. You know, I, I just thought that was just interesting that they brought that up as well.
1: Wait a sec. It's not illegal to walk down the street and be black. Um, I've never had a problem with it, actually. (laughs) I gotta let some people out of
0: here. I'm, I'm pleading the fifth because I've had my, I've I've totally had my issues with that. And that's a joke and a serious point, but that's another story. Um, Um, okay. You got stopped for walking while being clown. Shut up. (laughs) You're you're still fucking scared. Get out of here. (laughs) Um, I was very interested that, um, how, um, Luke Cage ended up meeting up with Mariah to cut a deal. Right. And, at Pops,
2: by the way, which is open. They pay $80,000 to keep it open. There is no body no cutting barbers. hair. <laughs> there's and there's there. no customers. I'm like, why is there's that already... shop there? <laughs> well,
1: because they still haven't decided what they wanted to turn it into. Well, they bought barber chairs. So <laughs> I, I would imagine a barber shop. Well, <laughs> you know, I had a friend who had barber chairs in his basement. He wasn't a barber.
0: That was his house. <laughs> <laughs> You're also Dominican. You're either born with a barber chair or born with a taxi. For fucking time. <laughs> Or a bat in our hands, or a bat in our hands. or Bodega. Yeah. But I think we're <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I, I did feel like it built um, episode um, twelve going into thirteen. It it built well because I wanted to see the fight. But what we got for thirteen, I didn't. I was a little well, disappointed
2: because again, it, it, leading into this. So at the end of twelve, we get to see the basically the du sex Machina, the ridiculous reason that like uh. Cottonmouth, ha- I mean Diamondback, has his Diamondback suit. You know? Yes um which i'm like uh.
1: and it, and it had did you see like it had sort of like that scaly it looked like yeah. Like the costume that he's supposed to be wearing yeah. in uh, in the comics yeah, it, yeah. and
2: it, but it didn't work. I'm like, you would never have designed that costume. it looked like a it was like a Nazi like snakeskin stormtrooper outfit
0: <laughs> i thought I thought it was like 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 um um poor version of like a Robocop costume yeah <laughs> and the, the one fight, arm only
1: what the fight it wasn't even like that that whole it it
2: wasn't it didn't it wasn't worth it no, it, it wasn't it wasn't and, worth it it also. It was again, I, I used this word too many times already, but I'm going to go again. It was more pandering again. It was just a fist fight for that was it. I mean, and especially with like, they took the suspense, not suspense, not the right word. They took the uh, the tension of the fight away with, for me anyhow, with the crowd commentary. You get at him, man. Oh, take that sucker out. And I'm like, Seriously, it, yeah. it like the the fight now is no longer fun. I mean, and then and
1: then the, it was don't a even give me the, the, Luke, the, the, Luke. the
2: Rocky Four was it or was Rocky it Four? You yeah, it right. The, the Rocky Rock.
1: Four, Luke, 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 and I'm like, hey. I'm wait, like, wait, wait, you got that reference right? Because I've seen that one.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you know, like it's it, a bad it, one. Too. It just yeah, it was horrible um It just took away.
0: I was just like, guys, I didn't like that. Stop it. It's, and my thing, we, we already really like, know he's going to win. If you would have made into a fight, okay. If you make into a fight, and the fist fight was was not very interesting. No, not at all. Again, but, that's what I was talking but about. But at least if you yeah. made, you know, the just the crowd getting into it, that's fine. But just kind of the things they're throwing out, saying. Then they all started chanting, "Luke, Luke." I'm like, okay, yeah. yeah. It was just too much. That fight should have been like
2: a warehouse with maybe Claire and Misty and maybe just. Some of them, even Priscilla, the, the inspector, could have been there just to, you know, prove the point. Right. You know, and, then, and maybe a reporter, Tenby. Tenby followed them. Right. This way, it's recorded for people to see later that Luke is a hero and that he's innocent because this guy did blah blah blah. I think that would have been, but then it would have been a nasty drag out fight. What I did know? like
0: was the fact that it left so much room at the end of the fight that you're looking at it and like, "Wait, there's a lot of time left." Yeah. And you have a lot of things to wrap up, and there's things that you might have even forgotten, like okay, they didn't wrap that up, or maybe they'll leave it for the next time. Mm-hmm. It, I like the way they. There's a lot of curveballs, a lot of like, oh shit, yeah, oh shit, oh, it's a lot of that for for after the fight. Episode thirteen is really good, yeah. right? It's really yeah. good. By
2: the way, those flashbacks only worsen the fight. The flashbacks to him boxing with yeah. with Diamond. I was like, I don't need to see flashbacks of you. Oh, let me see. He was beating at you then, and now you're beating him. Oh, I don't see how you could make that any clearer. <laughs> if, here's a
1: here's a tip. If you want the fight to seem uh, more uh, much better mute it and play michael jackson's beat it to it yeah improves <laughs> it dramatic- dramatically, dramatically, dramatically dramatically i'm
2: inventing new words yes you are dramatic
0: dramatically we'll use but, uh, that
2: but um so after the fact did we love how like uh mariah got all mama maybell in the interrogation yeah she was like you better step back trick i was like oh, oh
0: yeah oh, oh. She was, i
1: was like she was getting awfully black she was, mariah she's getting
0: real nasty
1: <laughs> how about her I don't know if this Luke Cage or Carl Wilson guy, Carl Lucas, Carl, Carl Lucas, I Carl Lucas guy, you know, is here to help us or not. Uh. <laughs> Did I mention his name was Carl Lucas?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I really liked Alfie Woodard as that villain. It's, oh, it's, she's it's, wonderful. Yeah home run she's, home, I mean they talking about another great actress I and mean, she's home a great actress run. Yeah. And, and it's funny it's funny cuz I saw, you know I don't want to jump too far ahead but when you know just watching their relationship with her and Shades, mm-hmm. you know back and forth and I was like well, yeah, I kind of got a little sprinkle of that going on and I was glad that wait, I was right wait, well you knew that like the way he would talk but
2: I'm like I still was disturbed
0: when he No because her. I got that feeling with her and Cottonmouth at, at the, I don't know why you got at that. parts of 6 oh, parts of episode 6 yeah. into 7 they were getting like to their faces in a, in a close kind of a way I have cousins. I don't do that.
2: <laughs> uh, I, I mean, it's just a different family, and also it was just the camera angles they were going for. But I didn't feel anything was weird that way. Um, with shades, though, I yeah, I knew that's where he was going. You yeah, know? but it was just like still when he kissed her, I was like, Ugh. I, I, there, I, there
1: was some sort of tension there. And, and the, do you get the feeling also like um, this? She's a great actress, right? But she, she sort of like slurs a little bit and it almost seems like she's drunk. You ever notice that? It's her,
2: it that is the way she acts, though. Yeah. I mean, like from literally, like if you saw her 20 years ago, you know, she, that's she has that kind of like I'm not always there in the moment kind of a way right. of acting. It's just that's just her style. Yeah. But, but yes, I do agree. It does come off that way, though. And I'll
0: tell you one thing. The bodies were dropping like left and right. Well, I love the police, though. Like, oh,
2: we have a tape confession. I understand that that's hearsay and whatnot. And that's hard to prove in court. One dead witness. Well, we give up.
0: I'm like, I, what I, kind of cops are you? <laughs> <laughs> they're cops that yeah, paid but, off. Well, I mean, <laughs> really I think, well. I, I think well, I'm glad that Priscilla, because I felt that way until Priscilla explained that she look, no DA is going to fucking touch this. Right. You know, this is dealing with somebody who's, you know, who's into the political system and it's a, a witness who already lied. Right. So I was like, okay. All right. No, I'm mean, okay I like her
2: that. explanation as in to why they're not pursuing on a grand scale, but they weren't, but she wasn't like, but you need to keep up on that, and we're going to keep it open. But like that's like what I would hope that she would. Have yeah, said but, something, but remember, you know?
0: Priscilla's corrupt. She's she she's yeah, not corrupt. I I think there's a part of her that um she when she gets the opportunity to back off of Mariah, she will. And it, it's even a small opportunity. She's like, well, I think it's Mariah. I think she doesn't want she backs
2: off of anything politically motivated. You know, I think. It has a political undertone. I think because, again, she's the cap. She's fearful for the policy side, the political side of it. Right. And I agree with that part. But like I said, it was just one of those. I'm like, that's what I'm saying. Like, you just gave up. Yeah. That was it.
1: The way she sees it, that situation is nuclear. And you don't want to be near anything that's right. nuclear. Right. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, only for the sense of time, I kind of want to just wrap this up a little bit. Let me t- say this. The way that they resolved Luke and his situation, how they left him off. How did you guys feel about that? Well, it's I did resolved. Not- I mean, well, it, it is resolved. It's resolved because, because
2: you know, Bobby Fischer has the file, and so you know right. where it's going to go.
0: Which, by the way, I love the guy who played Bobby Fischer. Oh, he's, he's doing a good job. Um, um,
2: explain. So, okay, Luke is in, he's going back to Seagate, so which means he's going back to finish his jail sentence because he is an escapee. Right. But remember Because there's no proof that he did not commit the crime he's in Seagate for. Because he goes to
0: Black Maria and says, Oh, where's my file? she's like, What file? Right. Oh, but, okay. but during he,
2: the fight, the file was lost. Right. And, and for sure, we see Bobby Fischer with it. I was fine with that. I did find that was one thing I made a comment to myself is that. It, all the other um, series so far, the Daredevils, both of those, and the Jessica um, Jones, they kind of finish up. It's not that everyone's, like, all oh, cheers and, and smiles. It's just that it just kind of wraps up. This one, they kind of left you with the, well, it will eventually get wrapped up, but we're not going to show you
1: that part. And right. it's like, well, that's weird. So <laughs> you know. Bobby Fisher's is an important character in... Uh, no, I mean, no, Oops, it's just that he has the file. No, on, he has, he has the, the
2: file that proves that that, that, that he's, he's Carl innocent. Lucas yeah. is completely innocent of that. Right. So, you know... He'll be released, but that's my point of what I was mentioning though about it not being shown is that. So we if we we're either going to see him again in, in Iron Fist maybe briefly, other than that the next time we'll see him will be Defenders so that they're going to have to quickly go like oh yeah and you're released, <laughs> like <laughs> like they should have kind of wrapped that up I, then yeah you know they might
1: do like a quick news segment in later news, uh, local Harlem hero Luke Cage was exonerated
2: Exonerate, yeah. after they'll probably have like a newspaper yeah. clipping i think that would yeah. be a smart way to do it yeah. you know exactly i'll say
0: one thing claire temple does a really good on-screen kiss holy shit what i was like wow she really <laughs> that that wants was that sm- coffee that man. was smoking i told you she wanted that some coffee. smoking <laughs> hot i yeah. was
2: like wow now um what did we think though i mean uh, again a, a slight eye roll <laughs> with the you know um with the uh, willis striker in the hospital bed and dr Bernstein closing uh, the door i was like seriously dude you know so I now they're going but they're going to go down the dna like it must have been his father's dna and since you have half that dna I, my experiment should work on you i was okay
0: with that i was i was, okay. was a little bit hokey. i mean i was okay it was hokey, it was hokey. i mean i mean yeah. the suit was hokey so oh my god that suit. One, was hokey. let's put it this way you got me past the suit i was okay with anything so when i saw the doctor i was like oh and now he started he looked a little more evil i was like okay you know, yeah. just, you know well, now he, played he his hand a yeah. little bit more now yeah. Yeah.
2: but now what did we think about though like and she, it, i'm like I, I've been making fun of it because of the one description they use for um, Luke Hayes. I always make fun of it, like, that he looked fine. But who ended up looking fine by the end? Misty, when she came in as yes. Misty Knight with the Ooh, hair done up yeah. and her, her bodysuit with the shoulders that are cut out, yep. that's her classic costume, except it wasn't in red. You know, Classic, I, I, it's in I saw, red. I saw like, wow, She looked great. She looked like she, looked, she
0: lost 20 years with her hairstyle. When well, we well, well, putting the hair back, no matter how much forehead she had, she looked great. Nah, she, she, and she it was just great. great seeing her. It was like,
2: that is the badass 70s chick that we all love. You yeah. know, like, it was, I, I smiled
0: so hard when I saw that. I was like,
2: that's what I wanted to see. You know? I just said.
0: Mm -hmm. well Missy's look great and she's a great I mean the uh, she's she's a great actress um the girl played Missy Night. oh my god she was fantastic but watching that end scene I did you know see that I was like all right that's what's up yeah all right so let's go into renaming the series all right rename the series Ralph uh Luke Cage want to get some coffee Oh God! All right. Um, I'm gonna go with Luke Cage. Don't be his friend; you'll probably be dead. (laughs) I feel like from seven to thirteen, people were dying. People like like like, even at the end, which we're not gonna unless they were women. What? Unless unless they were women? Wait, a woman? A woman got it too. He wasn't that. She wasn't his friend. (laughs) She turned on him. (laughs) Well, she still knew him. (laughs) Well, because she was friends with him. But you know, when they worked together, Mike. Um, I call it Marvel's Black Women in Wigs. <laughs> oh, oh. There wasn't one black woman on there that wasn't wigged up. <laughs> I think you're going to call it um, Luke Cage, a bunch of uh, black women um, impersonators. Because you said <laughs> one looked like Dion Warwick, one looked like. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's go to ratings for Luke Cage. I'll start it off. I'm going to go with nine Luke Cage ballots out of 10. For all the problems they had, it was still enjoyable. I was still able to sit through it and not be bored, really. Except for like episode four or five, something like that. Ralph. I'm sorry, Mike.
2: Um, the fight scene for me really, really tore it down because it, it just fell apart. Like that last episode and a half for me, it fell apart. So I'm giving it an eight. The only super powered freak we trust is Rick James out of 10. <laughs> I love that
1: sign that that yeah. guy had. <laughs> I saw that too. <laughs> Ralph
0: making me go to Mike. Yeah. Well, you went to me first before. Yeah. Oh, here we go. All right, go
1: ahead. All right. So I give Luke Cage Nine. Want to get some coffee? Out of ten. Yo, know, you is that your line now? Yeah. Is that your
0: line? That's how I go to women. We waited wait. for that.
1: It works. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. So there you have it. Luke Cage the series. Not quite bulletproof, but stands up pretty well on its own. Guys, don't go anywhere. Geeks on the go is next. Geeks on the go. Now we're more coffee. I think I say more. and Now we're less metronome. <laughs> That's what you should have done. They don't hear the metronome. Oh, you, you mean to Just tell me, me? Oh, I'm sorry. We make jokes about things that they don't hear. We've done that before. <laughs> <laughs> all right. You know the segment. I give quick questions. They give quick answers on all things geek. We never, rarely, whatever. We're one time. One time. We're going to make it. I think we're going to make it today. One more no. no. time. I right think we're going to make it. Watch. All right. Ready, set, go. Out of all of the Fantastic Four, which member do you miss the most when it comes to the comics? Ralph. The thing.
2: Because of the thing? Yeah. Yeah. Mike? John Burns, good stories. Oh. <laughs> otherwise, otherwise, none of them. I don't find the Fantastic Four interesting in solo adventures. Damn. Ooh. Why do you think BBC hasn't tried for a Doctor Who feature film, Mike? Who wants to pay for it in a crowded theater when you can get BBC in the privacy of your own home? <laughs> I think you'd say that, <laughs> Ralph.
1: Because they haven't reached out to me yet. Oh my god!
0: <laughs> Do you think Marvel is waiting for Iron Fist to be a success in order to greenlight a Heroes for Hire series? Ralph? Uh, no. That's it? No? No, Mike. Uh, because of his steel
2: tough skin, Luke Cage does require an Iron Fist to take care of his business. <laughs> but combining the two characters
0: into one series probably isn't economical. All right. And finally, if if you own the Infinity Gauntlet, what would be your first action, Mike? Ralph? world peace
1: <laughs> no not really i'd get rid of youtube clowns <laughs> and my
0: oh we almost made it so close. <laughs> so close i was like we're gonna make it we're gonna make it mike uh, i'd go back
2: in time and get better geeks on the go question <laughs> <laughs> i'm i'm just kidding I, obviously i would use the infinity glove to smack my infinity hose <laughs> <laughs> he said hose
0: in my head i heard him say hosts <laughs> i was like fuck you <laughs> don't make that into a button please fuck you no that one's better all right it's got some more bass in it (laughs) all right guys shout outs do you have any shout outs
1: yes i would like to shout out again our pr director Gigi, doing a wonderful job on our instagram and twitter accounts a
0: fantastic job babe i love you and now that she listens more all those jokes i was saying before i can't (laughs) even do anymore (laughs) because now she listens oh she listens now oh, oh she was listening but she stopped before because of um, the, the the app that she had because she doesn't have an Apple device. Oh, so she was like, "Well, I listen to the podcast using the other device." She changed over two or three times, so she stopped listening. And then she's like, "Well, now that I'm helping you guys out, I guess I should be listening." I'm like, That's "How about because your husband's part of it, <laughs> <laughs> or at least me? That would usually get her to do it." But yeah. let's, let's make her stop listening. One, two, Ah. (laughs) Freddy's coming for you Please, please That was Mike I got a lot of shit for that last time (laughs) (laughs) I almost got stabbed in my sleep (laughs) That's every nightmare to a Puerto Rican woman (laughs) Yeah, but this one was really going to (laughs) happen They always threaten you but never do it This one was really going to happen Um, Shout out?
2: Um, Hopefully shouting out to people that are still listening Aaron, Anwar, Ruben, uh, let's see who else Sean, you better be listening, Sean I'll find out if you're listening Are we talking about Um, uh, um, Atlanta, Sean? No well Atlanta Sean better be listening He's actually um he hadn't listened in a long time When I was talking to him he said so he's He goes I'm I even though he knows Our shows aren't like interconnected per se He goes I just feel like I might miss in jokes so I'm just Going back and listening I'm like which one are you listening To he was just like uh Season I think it's season six
0: of Of um Walking Dead. I'm like, oh, you're damn. that
2: far behind.
0: <laughs> you know. Wow, some friend you are, Sean. Yeah, <laughs> oh, you're about, enough to you're, go through them all. <laughs> you're, t- you're, t- you're talking about bigger Sean. Yeah, Sean. Big, Sean. big Sean, big Sean, big Sean. he's listening, and I'm trying to think who else he might be listening. We'll know if he's listening when I come to the gym. He goes, yeah, big Sean, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> big Sean. <laughs>
2: That's all I got right now. Okay,
0: um, I, I usually got my usuals, of course, Johannes. You know, Johannes, keep yeah. keep doing your damn thing. Hopefully, hear from you soon. Um, my brother Steve, I know he's been listening every now and again, so it'll be good to see what he thinks. Um, shout out to Joey. Joey's been listening every now and again, so glad to hear that he's on board. Um, shout out to Big Kev, who um once again bailed on us today. And yes, I'm making that the sub theme of this podcast. Wow. because we have an empty guest chair I bought extra pizza I actually cooked a little bit and you didn't show up so fuck you Kev I, I don't <laughs> believe any of that <laughs> but one person I do want to shout out is one of our boys from our favorite um comic book place to go Mike from Forbidden Planet John ah uh-huh, good old John yeah let's see we'll see because um Mike and I go to Forbidden Planet every Wednesday night because they have comic books that come out Wednesday and I work both jobs so Mike and I go after I close the gym and go, you know, to Forbidden Planet. And you'll see John's one of the nine people that were there and we just choose the shit and have a good time. We gave him the name of the podcast. So now I'm gonna see how he reacts. Ah, oh, that's very true. <laughs> he better be listening. The code word John is Starbucks. Let's see if he <laughs> if he tells me Starbucks <laughs> when I see him, then I know he listened. <laughs> yeah, see, I'm fucked up. <laughs> Any other shout outs? Uh, I wanna shout out a good friend of mine running
1: the Atlantic City Marathon today. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Big G. You know who you are? Oh,
0: big! I know Big yeah. Gene. Yeah,
1: awesome guy. He's uh, older than Father Time and still going. Yeah, shit. <laughs>
0: and, and and a glutton for punishment if you're doing a fucking marathon. Oh yeah, twenty three oh. miles. Yeah. I, I can't even. I can't even imagine. Um, and so I guess we're done with shoutouts. Yep. I guess I guess we're done with the show, too. Yep. Oh, oh um, I was going to say, by the way. When I this guess comes, we're not done with the show. Well, the one thing I wanted to say is, please, everybody, make sure to check out Walking Dead, because that, the next time we get together, we'll be talking about that. Yeah, we'll have two episodes by that
2: point, and hopefully we'll have Hipster Tom as our special guest.
0: Oh, you mean we have somebody filling in the guest chair?
2: It won't be Big Kev, because, well, Hipster Tom doesn't know where the cornfield is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, my God. All right. So for MFG, Mike, the finance guy, RT score, Ralph, the tech and the empty guest chair that we have here. This is the cap saying, keep it geeky. And who do you think is going to die tonight?